0: Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, the only feminist scrapbooking show on the planet, where we discuss the amazing ways that people are documenting their lives today. I'm your host Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of havoc, brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project Community. Download our free app at theawesomeladiesproject.com/app. Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. I'm here with Amber, Elizabeth, Megan, and Amy Gretchen for the first of four Week in the Life podcasts, which are going to be really awesome. I am excited. I'm more excited for this series than I've been for pretty much anything we've done on the show in years. Let me talk a little bit more about Week in the Life. Week in the Life is one of Ali Edwards' amazing projects. I don't know if it really needs more explanation than it's documenting a week in your life. And she has this project every year. And this year we're documenting the week starting Monday, June 20th, which should be really awesome. I'm super excited about documenting all the things growing in my garden. And I can't wait to hear about everything that our panel is going to be documenting.
1: Amber, tell us a little bit more about you. Hi, I'm Amber Dawson. I live in Pennsylvania with my boyfriend and his kids are with us part-time and my two awesome cats. This is my third year doing Week in the Life. I've only ever attempted it twice. I do have two completed albums and it's one of my favorite projects of the entire year that I do. Um, Part of the reason why I really enjoy it is it shows those little glimpses in life that you will forget. I am um, kind of an overall scrapbooker I don't always show all the details and Week in the Life especially for me is a way to really dive in and show those smaller details that I don't always capture in my Project Life albums because I do it more like a monthly style so it's one of my favorites I love the creativity of the photography all the little notes and journaling and uh, putting the project together at the very end I love that Elizabeth how about you
2: Uh, My name is Elizabeth Hines. Uh, I live in Peoria, Arizona. Um, I have two grown boys who are college age and an enthusiastic Boston Terrier. Um, I've been married for 26 years. And um, this is my sixth year uh, doing Week in the Life. And I should probably say that I did my 2022 Week in the Life this year Um, The week of May the 2nd. So I have already done my documenting, which I don't always do that because I like to do it with the community. But this particular year, um, there was a lot going on that week. And it was a week that I had done in the past. So I decided to be consistent. Um, But I really love Week in the Life because I normally do Project Life, but I am not doing it as much this year. And so I don't have as much daily life documenting as I have in the past. And so I love that Week in the Life is really a deep dive into what my family's life looks like in that
0: particular week. Yeah, that's so true. Megan,
3: Hi, I am a project maximalist. I mainly do pocket scrapbooking. This'll be, I think my 10th week in the life participating. I love it because it really helps to capture the rhythm of my days and really focus on kind of the the mundane things that are really meaningful me, meaningful to me. I'm looking back on it later that I might not think
0: to document otherwise. I love your approach in some of your books too. So I can't wait to talk about that. Amy Gretchen, can you tell us a little bit about you? Hi, I am a mother of three
4: daughters. I have one that's married. So I actually have a son-in-law as well. So it's nice to have another boy around. So I really, really love week in the life. It's definitely like the other women have said, it's definitely one of my favorite projects that I do every single year. And like Elizabeth, I really appreciate it just being a deep dive into My regular life. One of the things that I love about documenting is documenting the everyday. And Week in the Life definitely allows you to see your life in a different way. And I think it really helps you to appreciate and find gratitude for those little things in your life that you may not have noticed before. But documenting it, I think, really, really helps that. So that is one of the reasons why I love documenting and I love Week in the Life in general. And I'm, I think this has been my, I think this will be my ninth year uh, participating in Week in the Life. That's
0: awesome. I am trying to think back to when I first started doing Week in the Life. I know that my 2013 Week in the Life album was just photos and it was in black and white. And I know that that wasn't my first one. And I don't think it was my second one either. So a while, Um, we'll just say a while. And so today's episode, we're going to get into some tips and tricks from everybody who's been doing this project for a while. Who has a tip that they'd like to start with? I can start with one. So
2: I always start um, my week in the life by writing down my reason why. And I know that sounds um, pretty generic, but I do it. I do it always for Week in the Life, and I usually also do it when I do December Daily. And I try to put it in the very front of my album, whether it's just putting it on a tag or doing it as my first documenting page. But I like it because I do get overwhelmed during the week. I think if you do find that you get overwhelmed, um, most of us would say, even if we've done it year after year after year, there is a time during the week where, like, where we're like, why did I decide to do this project? And so when I have that those times, I go back and read my reason why. And it pushes me to continue and get it completed. So I would definitely recommend if you haven't done that, just start thinking about that now because you can do that even today so that it's done when the week and the life documenting starts.
0: I love that. That is, um, it actually goes with one of the tips that I have, which is just make a plan. And I love that. I think you should just start, your plan with your reason why. And everything can kind of flow from there. Amber, how about you? I think my biggest tip is
1: I do not feel pressure to use photos that I've taken on Monday on Monday. In the beginning, everyone is going crazy taking photos on day one because they're super excited and everyone tends to peter out towards the end. Uh, Mine is a little different because my boyfriend and I are by ourselves Monday through Friday. And then his kids are with us on the weekend. So my weekends tend to be more photo heavy. Like if you forget to take something and you're frustrated with yourself, don't be, this is everyday life stuff take the picture the following week and put it in your album. No one's judging you. No one will know. <laughs> you know, like uh, if I'm trying to take a photo of myself at work, I work in retail. It's sometimes very difficult. There's customers in the background or, you know, I don't have time or I don't want my coworkers seeing me taking photos of myself all day, you know. Uh, just take it when you have an opportunity to because you're at the same job, you're wearing the same, like I wear black at work, I'm wearing the same thing. No one will know. And I'm also not afraid to, move those photos around. So if Monday is super photo heavy and I don't need to document all those photos, I'll put them on Thursday when maybe I don't have as much content. It doesn't really matter. You're just trying to tell the story of that week. It doesn't have to be on Monday. And I think that takes the pressure off of me to feel like I need to perform every day, remember everything, take photos of everything. And that's just not possible when you're trying to just live your life and be a busy person. So,
0: Yeah. I think you hit on two like really important points. One we're trying to tell stories here that's the bottom line is it's about storytelling and two you have to live your life in order to tell the stories and so if you're spending your whole time being anxious about the documenting before you even think about the stories and the life you're gonna have a bad time it's just not gonna be fun and this should be fun amy gretchen how about you
4: so I as I've been listening to I, I'm I feel like I want to kind of play off on this this idea of you know kind of getting burned out of photos and I thought about this a lot because I feel like you do you definitely there is a slump that you get to and I feel it it is probably around Thursday Friday and then like I kind of like amber how her weekend kind of jumps up I don't know that there's more going on, but I feel like I want to end strong and I I just wanted to say, I think it is, it is okay to not take a photo. I think that it actually could be really, really cool to have a day where maybe you only have a few photos, but you're telling stories of the photos that you didn't capture. There's been a lot of times, um, in my week in the life experience where I have not, uh, I've missed an opportunity to take a photo. There's been like a really great opportunity and I've missed it. And I love that I can tell that story and I can write that down, even if I didn't get it on photograph. So a really big reminder that week in the life is not just about photos, although photos is a really big thing. It can also be about our stories and having a day where you're burned out is a part of your story, you know, what's going on with your life. Why, why are you burning out at, at a certain time? You know, what is making you feel overwhelmed and that's okay. Let that be a part of your story. This is why I only have five photos today because I just needed to take a break from my camera and, you know, start telling stories and, and then you can, you know, tell those stories. So just offering that as a suggestion, cause I know there's going to be days you've got hundreds and days you've got, you know
0: twenty. Yeah, I think that's a really great point, especially, especially when some days can seem especially hard, and it might not necessarily be a day in which the stories that you want to tell are necessarily big photograph stories. But big photographs might really help frame some visuals that you want in your album later on like for instance there's going to be a lot of my garden that's going to appear in my June my upcoming June book I don't need to tell a story every single day about I I can't even explain like a plant got a little bit bigger I'm not going to see that or you know I I don't necessarily need to go out and say like today we're telling a story about this tomato plant they all look the same in June if I were to have a really tough day, whether it be because honestly, I spend most of the time in front of my computer working some days. And this has been one of my big struggles with Week in the Life is some days, I honestly just worked 10 hours and my story that day is that I worked 10 hours. And the photos just suck. And the one respite is like, I went out to the garden the story is that I worked all day, but the photo is a really pretty one from the garden. And even like to what Amber was saying before, maybe it's not necessarily from that day's pictures of the garden, even though I went from, for a walk in the garden. And maybe I tried to snap 10 or 15 photos because it's week in the life and we're, doing, we're putting the work in. But honestly, the photo from Monday was just so much prettier and it's going to look much better in my 10 by 8 my album. We can shift our photos around even in June. Sometimes you're going to have work days that are 10-hour work days and you're just sitting in front of a computer doing the thing. And then other days you're going to have much more interesting days. Fingers crossed. Again, what Amber was saying is that these are the really fun things that Week in the Life gets pulled out because, I mean, I'm, I'm never ever going to like write in my project life book. Yep. 10 hour day at work, sitting in front of the computer. That's, that's not a, that's not a project life story for me. Megan, tell us about a tip that you have.
3: I, I think that my tip ties into uh, what everyone else has been saying about, um, kind of the, the inertia. Issues with it, and that's to expand or narrow your focus depending on what you need. So, you could be doing that throughout the week, depending on your energy, or you can be taking that view for your whole project. For instance, I know that I go overboard, so I usually try to narrow my focus by doing things like um, focusing on one family member's story a day during the week. I might include some other things, but it's mainly about one person or you could do a pet, uh, something like that. Allie Edwards has a lot of lens kind of questions. So you could be, uh, you can find a lot of things on her blog that are different recommendations, but it's just to kind of be thinking about a certain subject as you go through your day. What do you notice about what, um, you're watching or how do things tie into what you're feeling, so if you if you narrow your focus, that can kind of help you. But those things also, if you are someone who kind of needs to expand your focus, you don't feel like you have a lot to document, those things can also help you figure out some ideas on what you're going to do. For instance, um, one thing that I don't usually document my week in the life, but I'm going to make a point to this year, is kind of some of the more um, internet or phone-based things, like text messages with my friends emails, um, things that I'm consuming, those don't usually get to be photos. So I'm going to be taking screenshots because that ends up being a big part of my life, my digital life, but it's not something that gets represented in my book very often. So just kind of taking a view Are do you feel like you have too much? Do you feel like you have not enough? And kind of expand and contract based on on that.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I love that you talk about doing one family member a day um, because that's one of my favorite things that you do. I think that's a really great lens, and I think having a lens, especially in the onset, is a really great part of your plan. I think taking Elizabeth's reason why, and having that be your like your north star as your plan, and then. Picking out a lens to see your book through because, and I have this written down, this isn't the document everything that happens in your life project. It's not day in the life time seven. And having those lenses, like uh, for the last few years, Ali's had different ones and even, even the kits have those lenses built into them. They've been ING words. They've been um, AM, PM there's there's so many different ways that you can look at your life and see the stories that you are interested in telling. Because otherwise it's just a bunch of stuff. Week in the Life is not about who has the best life to show off. It's about the little things that you find because you are taking just a little bit extra time to take pictures of the moments that happen during the lens of a week. Cause you're not just saying, what is a day? You're, you're asking yourself, well, what is a Monday? What is a Tuesday? And those questions this year are not the same as they were last year. They're certainly not the same as they were the year before. And that means a lot. Amy Gretchen, let's start with you this time. What tips do you have for people who are saying, you know, maybe my life isn't worthy of a week in the life? Well, everyone's life is worth a week in the life.
4: Like I had mentioned in my intro, I think really jumping into this project and and taking a deep dive into your life really helps to see all of your blessings. And I find that I am so grateful for the life that I have. And that is actually one of the things that I do as I enter into this project As is I start a running tally every single day. If there's anything that goes on throughout the day, I just have this on my phone, on my notes app. I have an Apple and I will just write it down. Just anything that makes me happy, that brings joy or that I'm grateful for, I jot it down. And I have a running list. Some years I have put this into my project on each day. And, um, some years I do it like one huge list of just gratitude, but that's, you know, that's one of the things, um, one of the things that I, I choose to document throughout the week that is really, really helpful. That makes me feel like my life has some meaning and some worth because there's always little things. It doesn't have to be big things. These are little things we are going like, micro into this week. And we're really looking at the the individual pieces. And I love to capture the facts and the feelings and getting that down, um, you know, in gratitude form. Another thing that I think would be really that this is something I did in 2000. I think I did this actually a couple of years is taking some, several things, activities, stuff that you do throughout the day and counting them. Right. So maybe loads of laundry. Um, let's see, you could do how many photos you took or, um, one year, I think I did how many days I exercised or how many days I, um, did not have sugar. Cause I was like working on a goal, you know, little things like that. It could be the miles that you, um, the miles that you went that week. Maybe it's like five, maybe you, you literally left your house and and drove five miles. You could include a walk in that. You know what I mean? Like there's so many different ways to kind of approach this project that doesn't just have to be okay. You know, like you, Kristen, how you, you said you're sitting in front of your computer a lot of times, but what are the things that you're doing like consistently? Because what I think is really cool about this project is You've got this week that you've documented, but once you've done it a few times, like I was actually looking at this today when I was kind of preparing for this and I was like, my week in the life from 2019 is going to look vastly different from my week in the life this year. Like I was driving all over the place like I actually um, in that year, one of the the ways that I documented was um, I wrote down all the places that I went. So then I knew like how many miles I had gone and it was a lot. Like every day I went a ton of different places. I'm running around, I'm taking kids places. And this year it's very different. All of my kids drive. I only have one child at home. They need me in a very different way. And it looks very different than it did three years ago. And so over time, you're going to see this evolution of your life. And I think that is what is so magic about week in the life. I mean, I would definitely encourage everyone to do it more than one year, but there's just so many ways to approach it that it doesn't just have to be about, you know, photos, my, you know, either my photos aren't good or I'm not taking enough of them. Like there's, I, I really loved what Megan said, which is using your text using your phone because we do so much on our phone. I did this for project life one week and I loved it. I just literally was screenshotting everything. And I told so much of my story and so much of my life from texts, from emails, from, you know, news, just. There's so many ways to approach this project. I just, I want you to realize it's not just photos. Photos are awesome and photos really like help bring it to life but it's not just that it's there's so much more of your life that you can really uh, that you can really capture and um, i would definitely encourage everyone to do some kind of gratitude because i think that really really helps you to see the good that's in your life
0: uh, if, if you've ever heard me talk about anything ever you'll hear me say your story matters and i think week in the life is one of those projects that is such a really good examination of your life and I just I love that there's less of an emphasis on product and people do really cool things with photos but like like Meg was saying earlier use your texts and you know use mail that you got like oh I got this cool thing in the mail there's just so many really cool things that you can do Meg I just said your name do you have a follow-up
3: I think it's a really great idea to give a heads up To the people in your life, that way, I mean, clearly my family knows what's going on, but if we're going to be visiting with friends or extended family, I tell them about the project and tell them my reason why. If they're not comfortable being in a photo, I don't foresee anyone clearly, but people who don't love being photographed often really want to be a part of the project after they understand what it is. Um, it's also a lot easier to, you know, set up my phone and run back to the table and pretend to eat to take a self timer photo if people know what the heck is going on with that ahead of time. Um, and then also sometimes people just want to be a part of it. My friend Paul is in almost every single week in the life because he loves the project. So he'll like literally plan to do something with us that week so that he can be in week in the life because he thinks it's so cool, which is really cute. But, um... But yeah, that way you're maybe also getting uh, documentation of people that you don't necessarily document very often.
0: Who might actually be a fairly regular part of your life.
3: Yes, but you might be too shy to take photos or ask to take photos or you might feel like a little weird or uncomfortable. Like if it's like, um, I think the only photos that I have that are of me with my book club are because of a day in the life or week in the life just because it's not like a
0: selfie kind of a situation usually yeah some places don't normally have the like hey I'm a scrapbooker and let me tell you all about it vibe
3: I mean I make everything have that vibe usually but (laughs) but yeah there's just some some instances where you don't think of it
0: yes well that's that's true well I think that's that's a really great I wish that we could have like for um, us introverts, there's like a like a piece of paper that you could just hand out saying, "Hi, I'm doing week in the life. Here's what it's all about. If you'd like to be involved, you could just circle yes or no. Kind of like in middle school, like, do you like me? You could just circle Y slash N." Amber knows. Oh what man, I'm that would been
3: that would have been so great when I was getting started because there'd be things like people would like stop me at the farmers market and ask me if I was a photography student.
0: No, I'm just really <laughs> into this thing.
3: Yeah. Uh, But, you know, it's a chance to be kind of an evangelist for memory keeping. Even though I don't really want to talk to the strangers, if I look at it that way, helps.
0: It does. I roped Amber into the conversation, so we're going to go to her next. One of the things that I found helped me when your
1: routine is the same every day break it into tinier chunks. So you're not going to spend every single morning, or I mean, you're not going to document every morning. I took my meds every morning. I did my hair every morning. I fed my cat. So a way that I break down those stories is on Monday, I show a picture of the meds that I'm currently taking in the morning for my thyroid on Tuesday. I had a, you know, some of my favorite pictures I've taken. I had a shot of my, a little bit of the hair cream in my hand. You could see the bottle behind it in the photo, kind of out of focus. That was my hair routine that day. Or I've done packing my lunch to go to work, feeding my cats, or on my really absurd mornings when I'm up at 4 a.m., I have screenshots of my alarms, you know, when they've gone off and the time I've woken up. So by breaking your daily routine into different smaller pieces that you can tell differently each day it helps take the monotony out it i feel less overwhelmed because i'm not trying to tell the complete story every minute that's that's not the point of this it's to just show what things are like every single morning when i get water to take with me and my yeti my cat sits at the base of the fridge waiting for an ice cube to drop about two weeks ago, he actually like climbed up with his little feet and was like really looking adorable. So I was like, I'm going to take a picture right now because he might not be doing this during week in the life. Who cares? You know, it's the same thing we do every day. This time, it just had good lighting. Cause it was, you know, seven in the morning and he looked really cute looking up at me. And I was just like holding my water in front of the fridge. It's such a simple, silly thing, but we do it every day. And he plays with the ice cubes And it's like one of my favorite stories because I know it happens all the time. And I'm gonna include that photo in my week in life because, you know, I was able to capture it when I could. And that's one of the things that uh, hopefully will help people, you know, break those things down. If you're having lunch every day, tell why you pack the same thing every day or why you don't pack the same thing every day. You know, just find ways to break those little things up that happen all the time in a different, different way. And maybe that will
0: help. That's great advice. And so I love that. And also I love that, Amber, you got that picture because like that's the ideal picture of this story that you want to tell. If you can get that ideal picture of a story that you know you want to tell, get it. Because those those things happen so fast during Week in the Life that you're not going to be able to grab all of those photos. It's just not possible. We're not superhuman. You're allowed to brainstorm early. Elizabeth, what do you think? You actually
2: did a great, intro into the conversation that I wanted to have. And that is, it's okay to start preparing now for what you're going to do when you start Week in the Life. I always love to look through previous albums that I've done because I'll find something that I did a previous year and be like, oh, I really like that I captured that lens. And if you haven't done Week in the Life before, If you have people that you admire, you know, maybe your styles are similar, look at their previous projects for the same kind of ideas. But what I'm talking about is every year I usually take a picture of my nightstand and my husband's nightstand. And I do like a his and her story. And I just looked at last year's and my husband had broken his arm and he was having some nerve issues. So he had... All kinds of pill bottles on his nightstand. And so his nightstand looks a lot different this year. So even though I'm taking a photo of the same thing, the story of our life through that lens is much different. Or I often every year like to take a picture of the makeup or the toiletries that I'm using. So as I'm getting ready in the morning and I have those things laid out on my counter, that changes year after year. Or a shot of what's in my purse. You know, I don't have kids at home anymore. So it used to be like my purse was the dumping ground for what everyone had and they needed me to carry. And it looks much different today. So photos, I like capturing those kind of photos year after year because they do change and you don't really realize it until you look back on that. I know Laura Wanzik sometimes will open a refrigerator and take a picture of the inside of a fridge to kind of show what you know their family's eating or what she has inside their refrigerator. So there's really fun ideas like that that you can either find from your own documenting or from other people's documenting. And then the other thing to piggyback on what everybody else has said, I always try to take what I call filler photos every year. And that is, you know, if I see blooms on a tree or there's a beautiful sunrise or a beautiful sunset, and then on the days where I don't have a lot of photos, I'll look through photos from other days and say, okay, what are some of the filler photos that I can include today Um, instead of, you know, another day of the week? So I always do that every year and that's helpful as well.
0: Yes. Okay. So now you've made me think of like five other things. So I grew up in North Jersey and now since I've moved to the Midwest, I'm obviously obsessed with talking about the weather. The other Midwesterners are laughing at me. So I have two overlapping headache disorders. And the only thing that I can't control is the weather, which I think is a metaphor for life. Also, I now like keep track of the weather constantly. I have hour by hour weather on my phone. And so one of the things that I like putting in my project and yeah, in my week in the life is, well, what was the weather today? And also, I mean, here in the Midwest, no joke, and I'm glad Megan has been in my house for this. It will be raining in the front of my house and totally sunny in the back of my house. It's usually the other way around, but, and if my house were not glass half way around you would not believe it but you can stand in in the foyer in my house and literally look one way and see totally sunny and then literally turn around and it's raining if there's not stuff going on and I actually want to get back to what Amy Gretchen said too if there's not that much stuff going on in like your actual day there's lots of stuff going on in your life you know screenshot the weather app and after I spent last year with several 10hour days in front of my computer I was like, there has to be a better lens for me to look through my week in the life. So I was thinking, oh, okay, well, what programs am I using on my computer during week in the life to do all of the work that I'm doing instead of just like taking pictures of my computer or like screenshots, what are some ways that like, I can tell those stories. Logos are very fun for me. Like I was thinking again with this, you know, the 10 by eight album, one big picture and lots of little stories that help tell a bigger story, where photographs themselves might not be the best mode by which the story is going to tell itself. It might be a little icon of a computer and then like a mind map with Here are all the different apps that I use throughout the day. There are lots of different interesting ways in which we can tell the actual stories, even if whether it's photos, whether it's they look different from year to year. I love the idea of the nightstands, by the way. That's fantastic. Probably gonna steal that. Also, definitely stealing the makeup because my makeup definitely changes from year to year.
3: We didn't talk about supplies very much. That's something that can get a little overwhelming too, but. For me, it's really less is more with supplies just because I'm already trying to cram a lot of photos and journaling in there. Um, So it helps to not have a lot. A lot of times I've used Allie Edwards' kit, so that just narrows down the options. But this year, I'm not even going to do that. Um, And a lot of times across the different days, I'll kind of try to repeat the same supply pattern over and over again. Like I'm having it a big Monday or the day of the week letter in the top left corner or I'll have a big journaling page like in the middle so that I don't have to break it up and try to figure out how I'm going to fit it all all in but whatever I do I'll usually do it pretty consistently throughout each page so that I don't have to make decisions every time I can just focus on getting it all in there.
1: I actually had the same suggestion was to, I, it was that I love having seven of a kind so that it makes uh, the choices a little less difficult. You know, you know, that the Monday is going on Monday or you have a heart for every day or you have a journaling block every day. That's the same. Um, It doesn't, I don't always feel pressure to put it in the exact same place um, depending on the type of product, but it certainly makes making those choices easier when there's multiples of the same thing. Absolutely.
2: I absolutely follow a format for week in the life. So I make a decision on what I want Monday to look like and I do it. And I repeat that every single day. Um, and that just makes it so much easier for me, um, to get my
4: album done. So that's how I am Elizabeth. Totally with you. Formula is like key to help me finish. Absolutely. One of the things that I do in preparation for week in the life is set up how I'm going to journal. I think one of the ways to be the most successful for me actually getting my album done is having my journal somewhere, whether you're writing it down. I know that Ali has had uh, sheets in the past or PDFs that you can print out and you can kind of write everything down, but I use, I typically use my um, notes app again just because I always have my phone with me. And so it's easy just to jot things down, but I like to set it up before I start where, you know, there's a note for every single day. And then I have a place that I can write down my gratitudes. And like I had mentioned before, some of those things that I'm documenting, whether it's like where I went during the day or, um, you know, if I did laundry that day, or if I'm making a list of things that I'm trying to document by number, I will make sure to have that down there, kind of like a form that I fill out. Another thing that I I've seen, I've done before, um, and I've seen a lot of other people do it is just kind of mapping your day out by time. So not ahead of time, but, you know, as you're going throughout the day, you're writing, this is what I did at 12. This is what I did at one, just to kind of jog your memory, especially in case you did not get a photo you know, during those two hours. So that is something that I like to do ahead of time that really helps me to feel successful as I'm going throughout the week. Because often I don't get to my Week in the Life album for like five months. There's other things that are going on and sometimes I actually just need to take a break and breathe in between week in the life and working on the album. And so having all that stuff documented helps me to be able to dive in and do it without feeling like I've lost any of the memories because I have it all written down.
0: Yes, that's awesome. I do on a daily basis. I do interstitial journaling. I started doing it about six months ago and I was thinking just this past week, wow, this is going to be really helpful for week in the life. When I go back and see what I did all the different days and have all of my journaling here. And I use a program called craft. Amy Gretchen, do you just use Apple notes for your notes? I do for a week in the life, but like you, I actually have a journal
4: that I keep and I write, you know, I write my stuff down in my journal. Um, but my journal is a little bit more, I don't know. I feel a little bit more feeling based. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my notes are very fact-based and I try to mix them together, but sometimes it's, it's, it's hard to forget. So often I will like intermingle them together. Um, oftentimes in my album, I will do like one block of journaling that's like this is what happened during the day' it's pretty fact based and then throughout my album, I will have three by four cards that are more like feeling based of, of stuff that was going on kind of like you know what Elizabeth was talking about where she's documenting the nightstand, you know that's a separate story from like the bulk story. So I kind of like to get the bulk story and then I'll tell these individual stories throughout the week with the photos, you know, with the separate photos. Mhm. Very cool.
1: I love that. So I actually have a note on journaling for people like myself who feel completely overwhelmed by someone like Amy, who's very organized and journals a ton. Um, I'm not like that at all. The thought of trying to document everything in advance or having it ready stresses me out. So the way I journal in week in the life is uh, I'll kind of keep a running list of the things that I did that day. Um, I have a pretty good memory, and I generally get to the product or the project quickly afterwards just because I'm excited about it. But that's not always the case with everyone, and no pressure for anyone either. But um, I add little snippets on each photo, and not every photo, but that was something Allie had done one year, and I really liked that concept. So if it's a picture of my morning meds, like I went through my albums yesterday and took a look through them. Um, Like I started thyroid medication last year and I talked about how much I was taking or why or when, and it's completely changed this year. Um, But I like being able to look at that photo, see the details on it. Um, Sometimes there's feelings, sometimes it's just facts. Uh, I also include four by six cards with um, feelings and I'll do other journaling where I need to, but the thought of having like two full pages of like my entire day written out with every single thought I've ever had. It's just not way my brain works, not how I scrapbook. Um, and a lot of people don't. So, um, if people are feeling overwhelmed, don't feel like you have to do it the same way everybody else does either. Um, this is what makes it work for me when I'm editing my photos. I just add little journaling bits to each one before I print. And then, uh, I've got a ton of documenting done because it all adds up
0: and you're telling a lot of little mini stories that way. Real quick. Do you all print your photos at home? Yes. Amber, yes. Elizabeth, yes. Amy Gretchen? Yes, I do. Megan? It depends on the year. Cool. I'm not consistent. Megan, does your Week in the Life album always go into your project life?
3: It has for the past. I think everything but the first one is just seven double page spreads in my Project Life album. Uh, Sometimes there'll be like an insert in there as well, and that is because the first year that I did it, I went overboard with the album. I did an eight and a half by al- an eight and a half by eleven album, um, and I really filled it up. It took me a very long time, and it takes up as much space on my shelf as a twelve by twelve album. So if I give myself more confined conspire- space, I'll be a l- little bit more what is to me reasonable, um, and. I have more room for more
0: projects. (laughs) Does everyone else do it in its own confined, I don't want to say mini album, but separate album for lack of a better word?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Amber, yes.
2: I do, but I've done something different almost every year. So the first year I was successful, I did a four by four, believe it or not, a little four by four um, album. And then... I graduated to a three by eight, and then I graduated to a four by eight, and then I graduated to a six by eight. And then this year I'm doing, um, just the week in the life journal. So I'm kind of going backwards. So I'm challenging myself with something completely different this year.
0: That's good. That's, that's awesome. That's very cool. Amy Gretchen, how about you?
4: Yeah. So I, you know, I've only ever done six by eight for this project. I really want to try the 10 by eight this year. I haven't completely made up my mind, but I've not done that size. And the thing that I love so much about this project, even though I've been talking about, like, you don't need photos, you really don't, but (laughs) I, I want to be able to put like stuff in it. I want to do like a large photo. If I want to, I want to do like a newspaper clipping if I want to. And I haven't, I love the idea of doing an album that's a landscape and I haven't done that before. So I think I'm going to attempt that this year, but do not quote me on that. Cause I'm not hundred percent sure, you know, just hearing Elizabeth say the four by four size, I'm telling you, I did that for December daily and ugh, I, I may never go back. Like I really loved doing a small album. So if you are feeling overwhelmed by this is too big. I am never going to be able to finish this go small. I'm telling you, it's so awesome, but I also like Megan, I also do it in my project life as well. So I have a separate album and then I will do random stories from the week. Maybe that didn't end up in my, you know, my week in the life album, just to kind of highlight those, but I do end up putting it in a couple of different places.
0: Cool. Awesome. Any last tips and tricks that we have?
3: I had one, uh, just reminded me when Elizabeth said, uh, mentioned the times that she had been successful or first time she'd been successful. I don't want to leave anybody with the impression that I have 10 completed week in the life projects because I don't. Um, a lot of times I, uh, I need some space from it when I'm finished with the project. And sometimes I don't even work on it again until the next year when I'm getting excited about the project. So I'll use my excitement. Hey, week in the life is coming to actually assemble last year's week in the life. Um, And I think that that happens more often than not. I've just kind of accepted that that's my pattern this time. But as I was looking before this at some of my older ones, some of the ones I thought were finished weren't. They were mostly finished, but I hadn't like added the journaling on two pages or something like that. Um, So if you set a goal somewhere and like have a, hey, this is a finish your week in the life Saturday kind of thing, you can get, really far but there's no there's nothing that says that you have to be finished with it right after the project is done because it is big and it does take a lot out of you and maybe showing it to other people is going to give you the motivation to do it and that's great if that's what's going to motivate you go ahead but you don't have to
0: push yourself to finish an arbitrary time frame that is exactly how i get most of my december dailies done with the excitement for next december daily
3: I'll do the first half in December and the second half in like July or
2: the next November. And if you don't finish, any story is better than no story at all. So you don't have to complete your album to get it to to have value.
0: Elizabeth, that's that's so true because I was just flipping through one of my, uh, I think it's my 2019 Week in the Life. And it is 80% done. It's a three by eight album. So there are a few pocket protectors that have like one card in them. And then there are a few that have cards that are in them, but nothing on them. And I'm like, you know what? That's good. It is 80% filled out. And the story is that that's what needed to happen that year. I feel that exact same thing. And if we're here saying it, then it must be true because it's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly though, any story, like one, right. One story is better than zero stories. Two stories is better than one. And an 80% of an album is better than 50%. Like there's no, there's, and there's no scrapbook police that are gonna come around and say, oh no, no, you did not finish 100% of the album. We're gonna take it away. Like anything that you do is, is fantastic. And it's awesome. And I will be proud of you for doing it.
4: You know, I absolutely agree. I'm just going to throw something in. So one year it was 2000, I think it was 2015. It during the week, something happened that was just so difficult that going back and actually working on the album to this day is very triggering. And so what that album is, what I have right now, I think is just some photos. Every day has a few photos and I don't have any journaling and it's totally fine. And I'm okay with it to, you know, take its place on my shelf, realizing that it's probably never going to get finished because it was just such a difficult week. And that, like we've been saying is a part of your story and that's okay.
0: Sometimes the absence of story is story itself. Absolutely. Anyone have any tips left to provide? Amber? I have a small one
1: just for people who are trying to get the project finished. If it's not finished, not a big deal. But what helps me get it done is into manageable chunks, printing the photos, maybe doing the journaling, maybe adding embellishments um, in little pieces here and there. But generally I take it day by day. So I will work on just Monday or like, I I think last year, I actually just went on a printing rampage and I just printed and edited all my photos for the whole week. So they were ready to go, but they weren't in the album. So I just started with Monday when Monday was finished or what I thought was finished. Then I started on Tuesday. And as I find other embellishments and I get inspired, I'm like, oh, this would be perfect on this page. I just flip back and forth until I feel the album is complete, but there's no timeline. There's no scrapbook, please telling you it's not going to, you know, has to be done by a certain time. But if you're interested in finishing it, do what you can, when you can, and uh, just try to figure out your, you know, everyone knows their own scrapbooking system. You know, mine is I'm inspired right away. I work on it right away so that I get it done. Because if I don't, I might not ever get back to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's so true is figuring out what works for you is the most important thing. And the only way to figure out what works for you is to do the thing and have fun doing the thing. And then if you realize you're not having fun doing the thing, that's the part that's not working for you. So stop doing that part and figure out which way to make it fun again. I'm so, I'm so excited for week in the life. All right. Let's do currently list. Amber, what are you currently watching? How to get, how to get away with murder. Awesome. Elizabeth, how about you? Uh, the Stanley cup playoffs. Oh my God. They've been crazy. So good. Amy Gretchen, what are you currently watching? I'm rewatching 1883 with my daughter. Oh, very cool. Megan, what are you currently watching?
3: Russian Doll, the second season.
0: We'll have to talk about that. hmm Amber, what are you currently reading?
1: Nothing right now, but I just got a book by my favorite author in the mail today that I cannot wait to start right before bed. Uh, Christina Lauren, if you've never read, it's actually a duo. If you've never read them, I highly recommend them. They are fantastic writers. So I'll be reading something wilder tonight. (laughs) Oh, very exciting. Elizabeth.
2: I'm not reading anything right now. I'm frustrated because I want to be a reader and I just, I read a few chapters and I fall asleep and then I have to reread it. So I'm not reading
0: anything right now.
4: Amy Gretchen, what are you currently reading? The Lincoln Highway.
0: Ooh. Um, Megan, what are you currently reading?
3: I mean like six books but for brevity uh, I just started today The Dead Inside which is a horror anthology and all the stories relate to identity. It's very interesting.
0: Mm. Amber what are you currently
1: listening to? I've been listening to a lot of The Greatest Showman soundtrack lately. (laughs) Uh, While I go on walks that is like my favorite thing to listen to. It just pumps me up.
0: I love that. I feel that. Elizabeth, what are you currently listening to? Uh,
2: A lot of worship music. Cool. I just need it right now. So I find that I put that on when I'm in my car or at home.
0: I feel that. I've been listening nonstop to the five songs that have been released from the A Strange Loop original Broadway cast recording. Obsessed. I need the other 17 songs like right now. Amy Gresham, what are you currently listening to? Well,
4: I listen to a lot of podcasts.
0: Mm-hmm. But um music
4: wise, I've been listening to a lot of Max Richter because kind of like Elizabeth, he just zends me out and I don't know. I, I love him. Meg, what are you
0: listening to?
3: Um I'm I'm in a mood. So sunny day real estate and a lot of emo in general.
0: Amber, what are you making? I'm in the middle of a
1: travel scrapbook right now from a cruise I took in December, but I've only gotten like the intro and day one started. I haven't worked on it in like two weeks, which is terrible for me, but I've just been too busy lately. So scrapbooking.
0: (laughs) I feel that. I completely understand. Uh, Says the person who hasn't gone anywhere in four years and yet has like eight travel albums that are have like one page done. Yep. Elizabeth, what are you currently making?
2: I'm working on trying to
0: get my week in
2: the life put together. Yay. So I have all my journaling done in my um, journal, and now I'm doing the fun part, adding photos and doing some embellishing.
0: Yes, I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited. Amy Gretchen, what are you currently making? So it's graduation season over here.
4: My daughter's graduating, and I am making money lays nice so for her and her friends so I've been folding money and like crazy
0: oh that's that's so delightful
4: yeah it's been fun
0: that's awesome
4: oh I love that cool
0: that's really cool Megan what are you currently making
4: my
3: son and I made or did a Bob Ross oil paintings today
0: that is some majestic mountains some happy little trees yes that is awesome you also made a chicken (laughs) coop so let's not
3: yeah, I think I talked about that last time, which is why I didn't say it, but it's, it's I don't so think, close to being done. I, I don't think you did. Ready so. to have a different I project. I to
0: put the props up there for literally making a mm-hmm. gorgeous chicken coop. Um,
3: it's Amber, very pretty.
0: It's so pretty. Amber, how are, how are you currently feeling? I'm good.
1: I'm, I'm good. I guess I'm kind of right there in the uh, not great, not bad, and just right in the middle. <laughs> it,
0: I'm Okay. I'm
1: okay. Yeah, (laughs) I feel that I really do. I've had a lot of health issues lately and uh, today I'm having a good day. So that's where we're at. I really get it. Elizabeth, how are you currently feeling? I'm feeling grateful.
2: Um, I have a lot to be grateful for um, and I don't want to lose sight of that. So I'm feeling grateful. I love that. Amy Gretchen,
4: how are you currently feeling? this is a loaded question, Kristen, isn't it? Um, it it is, it is. Um, I, I have to say a part of me, my heart is pretty heavy with, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, with obvious things, you know, that are going on in our country, but also, um, you know, I'm, I'm making this weird transition into like not having kids and, you know, like being an empty nester and just got all the feels, like I said, it's graduation time and I'm not really quite ready for it. So my heart is a little heavy, but when that happens, like Elizabeth, I feel like I really, I really have to like look at my life and all the things that I have to be grateful for. And it it's really helpful. So I would, I would kind of mimic that.
0: Lean into the gratitude. Yeah, exactly. Meg, what are you currently feeling?
3: But raw, like just... Very on edge today. Like if you hug me, I'm definitely going to cry kind of a day. I was a little worried I wouldn't be able to hold it together for this, but I did fine.
0: Same. Same. Amber, what are you currently planning? I have a
1: busy weekend coming up, so I am planning a little trip to Florida this weekend. Um, so I have packing lists in my mind and I have a graduation party to go to. So just my weekend, pretty much. <laughs> Lots That's going on. That's exciting. It should
0: be, should be a good time. Oh, that'll be fun. Elizabeth, what are you planning?
2: I am trying to find a small window between when my oldest son comes home for the summer and my oldest son or my youngest son goes back to college where we can skip to Florida to visit my mom.
0: That sounds fun.
2: Yeah, I have just a few days. Um, my oldest son, his lease is up July the 31st, and my youngest son goes back to college the second week of August. So I'm trying to figure out how we can all get
4: together and and scoot down to see my mom. That should be awesome. Amy Gretchen, what are you planning? I'm also trying to plan a family vacation for this summer. I like the word trying, Elizabeth, because I'm sort of in that trying to, like I'm I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. Right, and there's a, just a lot that goes into the travel part,
0: you know. Meg, what are you planning?
4: Uh,
3: fun summer activities with the kids. They had summer school a lot in the past, and they don't this year, though the oldest is actually going to be interning for the summer school, so I'll have the two little ones. If I, don't, if I don't make a goal, it won't happen. So just trying to plan to do, like, a couple fun things.
0: That's awesome.
1: Finally, Amber, what are you loving? I guess the flowers that are blooming in my garden right now. Um, I have these really beautiful uh, bearded iris that are like purple and yellow that are started blooming this past week. And uh, I've got tiger lilies about to start. And I think they're probably gonna bloom while I'm on vacation, but uh, I'm loving seeing that every day when I come home for more. Oh, that sounds amazing.
0: Oh, I love flowers. I love all of the spring blooms.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Elizabeth, what are you currently loving?
2: I'm loving um, this community. Uh, it just seems to be such a supportive group and there's just so many gifted and talented people and so many different styles Um, it just it's inspiring and people are just so encouraging and I love that
0: yeah it's really great when you can find your people Amy Gretchen what are you currently loving So
4: my oldest daughter that just graduated from university, she's married and she is home with her husband. They, well, she's at my home. So they're here visiting for um, a few weeks and it's just been so fun to have the house feel full. So I'm really loving that right now.
0: Yeah. That must be awesome. Megan, what are you currently loving?
4: I also
3: put the flowers blooming in my yard. The Previous owners of our house were very serious gardeners. And so there's just a lot of really beautiful established things. And then also, like all the little berries are starting to come in too. So that's really fun to see.
0: Yes, it is berry season. I am so excited for berry season. I am loving that all of you came on the show today and we got to have this incredible conversation. Week in the Life is going to be amazing. I am so excited. Can we go all around one more time and you tell us where everybody can find you? Amber, how about you? Uh, Yep. I
1: have a YouTube channel. It's uh, Amber Dawson. I will send Kristen the link. So she has it. And I'm also on Instagram at a Dawson 816. I share a lot
0: on both of those. Awesome. Fantastic. Elizabeth, how about you?
2: Um, you can find me mainly on Instagram. Um, it's just Elizabeth Hines, my full name um, altogether. I'm also on Facebook, but I don't really do a whole lot on Facebook. So it's better to find me on Instagram.
4: Awesome. Amy Gretchen, where can we find you? So on Instagram, I'm Amy Gretchen Studio and I believe there I link to my YouTube channel, which is Amy Gretchen on YouTube. So if you're looking, you could just search there. Awesome. Meg, where can people find you?
3: I'm on Instagram and Twitter, Megan, and that's M-E-G-A-N because you got multiple ways. And uh, it's Megan underscore nerd nest.
0: Yes, it is. All right. You guys are amazing. We were going to have Several more episodes of our Week in the Life series. It's going to be awesome. And then we're going to have some IG lives over on the Allie Edwards uh, design Instagram account. You'll hear lots more about that over the next couple of weeks. And if you want to hear more about Week in the Life, uh, go over to Allie's website, which will obviously be linked in the show notes. She's got Week in the Life right on the front, so you can't miss it right now. If you want to talk about the episode, come on over to theawesomeladiesproject.com slash app and join us on the app. And we'll be talking about this in the forums. We've got lots of Week in the Life chatter already happening. So if you don't already have a free account, come join us. It's totally free. It's awesome. It is a fantastic and healthier place for you to scroll. So come join us and have an awesome time. We will see everybody next week with another Week in the Life episode. Thanks so much for joining us. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.